Hello, my name is Luke, and you are listening to Formula Electrifying. Welcome, fellow electrifiers. I know last week I said the podcast will be updated every two weeks. However, the first episode came out a little bit late than expected, so here we are again to talk about Formula E more. We got plenty to talk about this week: the teams, the predictions, and the upcoming races. First thing first, let's introduce you to the teams and drivers in Formula E. And why not starting with the championship-winning team, Mercedes EQ? After the frantic final race in Berlin last season, Mercedes took both the drivers and the team's championship in their second year within the sport. Their full Dutch driver lineup consists of once Formula Two and now Formula E champion Nick De Vries and the former Formula One driver Stavo Vandoorne. Needless to say, this is a very strong driver pair. Combined with the great resources behind Mercedes, this team will try to keep both championships under their name. While Mercedes won the fight against their competitors, they do have some serious opponents. And one of them is Jaguar TCS Racing. The highlight of Jaguar is definitely on their drivers. Mitch Evans has shown great potential on winning a championship in various occasions, while Sam Bird, on the other hand, holds the record of winning a race in every Formula E season. Last season, Evans lost a championship that he arguably could have won due to a mechanical failure. This year. He and Sembird will no doubt pose a serious threat to the reigning champion. Before Merck took over, DS Techchita has dominated Formula E, taking both drivers and teams championship two years in a row. Previous champion Antonio Felix da Costa will want that trophy back, and two-time champion John Eric Vern is not that far away. These two drivers have. Let's say some spicy moments on track several times already. Whether they can sort their issues out is very worth following. In addition, the team has been reported to some issue on the investor side and make the situation seem a little bit unknown. It is interesting to see how the team performs after all the problems they have faced and dealt with. Next, we got Envision Racing. Envision Racing has been a customer team of Audi, who left the sport last season. During that time, the team has demonstrated that they are more than capable of winning, putting their cars in the front of the pack multiple times, and often outperformed their powertrain supplier. Robin Wright has proven that he can be Mr. Consistency. On the other side, Nick Cassidy had a very strong rookie season. And it's unquestionably someone you should watch out. With these two in the car, we will see them at the front very often. Aside from four teams that topped the championship last season, there are others coming in hot. First, we have Avalanche Andretti Formula E team. Andretti was previously associated with German manufacturer BMW. Last season. Their rookie driver Jake Dennis was just few inches away from the drivers' championship. 
American driver Oliver Askew from IndyCar will join him on the quest of winning this season. With the departure of BMW and a hot rookie in their hands, will the team thrive against all odds, or will the team struggle during the season? We will have to wait and see. If I want to pick a black horse this season, Rocket Venturi Racing is without doubt on my shortlist. The team became a customer team of Mercedes and made a major step up, getting a lot of front pack exposure and sometimes winning the race on track. Their driver lineup this year includes season three champion Lucas Degrassi and street race professional Eduardo Motara. With both drivers capable of winning races and fight at the front, 2022 is going to be good for them. One, if not the biggest disappointment last season, is Tagore Porsche Formula E team. The German team has a full German lineup: the legendary Andrea Lauter, who almost won at every racing category he joined, and Pascal Verlein. They did not perform well last season, and the car did not appear to have the race pace among other teams, often fading away during the race when they put their car at the front rows in qualifying. There are also controversies about the questionable driving standards of the drivers. Whether they can bounce back from the terrible season remains to be seen. If I were to select a team that best meets the vision of Formula E, it would be Mahindra Racing. Mahindra Racing is an Indian team that really takes environmental topics seriously. It is one of the first teams to achieve certified net zero carbon footprint. They have a strong full British driver lineup: Alexander Sims and Oliver Rowland. Sims is one of the best in his good days, and Oliver Rowland is a brutal qualifying machine. The team principal, Dale Bagel, is one of the friendliest people on camera. Mahindra has suffered from tons of bad luck last season. They will want to get rid of the shadow and get more podiums in their pocket. Now let's talk about the old god of Formula E, Nissan Edems. Before Nissan joined, the team was known as Renault Edems. Back then, they were a strong team, winning the team's championship in the first three seasons, and the drivers' championship in season two with the Swiss driver Sebastian Buemi. Oliver Rollin was their second driver, but he was replaced by Maximilian Gunther from Andretti this year. Last season, Nissan struggled to fix the weird issue of the car. Let's hope this season they can figure out the problem and make the team great again. There are other two teams who wish to climb their way back to glory. Dragon Penske and Neo 33 has always been struggling since their success in season one. The former now has Brazilian Sergio Sete Camera and Italian Jesus Antonio Giovinazzi in the car, while the latter has Oliver Turvey, the most underrated driver in Formula E, and Formula Two star Dan Tictum on the wheels. Although their cars did not match the pace of the rest last season, it is possible to expect a few top ten finishes this season with their strong driver lineup. All right. That's all you need to know about the teams and the drivers.
with the team introduced and the first race coming up, I'd like to give my bold predictions of the season. Please note that Formula E is famous for its unpredictable nature. So, I'm going to share what I want to see in this season. First, one of the Neos will win a race. I know, I know. I just talked crap about Team Literary a few seconds ago and now I'm saying that it could win. But to be honest, at the current state, the cars are so close in terms of one lap pace. I can see Neos start the race on the front row at times. What the Neos lack is the race pace. So as long as they qualify in front, there are still chances they can win it with proper opportunities. Second, Andretti will win the team's championship. The performance of Jake Dennis last season is just absolutely stunning. And the car has been proven to be a good one. From what I've learned about Oliver Askew, he seems to be a very decent driver. I have faith that he is able to deliver some good points for the team. Third, Sam Bird will win the Drivers' Championship. I mean seriously, this guy finally has his hands on a car that really has the potential of winning a championship. In addition, his fellow teammate Mitch Evans is also a top-tier driver. I believe these two will bring out their absolute best during their competition. What's more, the permanent racetracks, where the Jaguars lack pace, is at the moment not on the calendar. This could be the year Sembird rise up and become the world champion. Last but not least, Alexander Sims will win a race and will stay in Formula E for 2023. Nothing really special about this. It's just a dream of a fanboy. And that, my fellow audience, is my prediction for Formula E Season 8. Now, let's focus on what's ahead of us. Yes, we will have the very first EPRI of the season real soon. Round 1 and Round 2 on 28th and 29th of January, respectively. The doubleheader takes place in Diria, Saudi Arabia. Both races will be night race. Last season, we have seen some beautiful liveries under the moonlight, and I'm sure we'll see some of those this year as well. We will also see how the brand new qualifying format works for the first time. The qualifying itself is way too complicated, so we'll talk about it in another episode, maybe. As for the prediction of the weekend, since the new quality format should, in theory, reduce the impact of the track status and put more emphasis on the one lap pace. I think the front row favorites will be Mercedes, Mahindra, and Jaguar. That being said, I would say Venturi will get some podiums. And that's pretty much it. I've been Luke, stay tuned for the next episode to see how wrong I am. <laughs> Bye!